All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right. I want to talk about John Taves. Now, Tim, you remember him. Oh, yes. Jonathan Taves won three Stanley Cups, right? He was Captain Canada for a while. But I I remember in, what was it, 2007, it was the World Juniors, and they were in a shootout. Carey Price was the Canadian goalie. Yeah. And uh, after they had, like, you you pick four players for the shootout or five players, and then you could pick, shoot whoever you want. And he kept going. and And So he kept Putting in uh, Hartsburg, I think, was the coach, kept putting Taze in. So I think he scored five goals in a row. <laughs> and each one was there. It was like between the legs, top corner, yeah. backhand. And then finally, Kerry Price made a save, and they won the gold medal. Yeah. And 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 I everybody remembers him. He was the hero of heroes. Remember the picture was in the paper and everything. Yeah, geez, talk about pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder. I never talked to him about that. But you know what he has. I read it. I wrote that down. He has symptoms of a long COVID and chronic immune response, so he's going to take a year off. And yeah, he didn't have a bad year though. Last boy, year. he had a he had a great year. He got uh, fifteen goals in fifty three games. Hmm. The, the that uh, that's twenty some goals. Yeah, guys are getting getting ten year contracts for that. <laughs> so he got fifteen. So they're going to miss him. He's going to take a year off. I don't know about a year off. Yeah, how old is he? No, he's about 30 some, and and Kane. His funny thing is his partner. Uh, I I shouldn't say his, his partner, partner in crime. Yeah, yeah. I, we know, but nobody ever says that. But they had. They're both both off. And yeah, him and, and you don't play sixteen years unless you have some injuries along the line. Yeah, Patrick Kane. He's got. He had hip surgery. Yeah, hip surgery. So he'll he'll be out. But you know, it's it's one of those things, Dad, where people kind of. Critics like you know Chicago struggled the last how many yeah. years and stuff like that, but they kind of went for it with Kane and and yeah. and, and Taze, and they thought give them eleven year contracts, right? So they or, went for it. They won three Stanley Cups. So you know why the fans well, they in didn't Chicago, give them eleven year contracts? But yeah, they, but the fans in Chicago shouldn't complain. I mean, they won they won three Stanley yeah, Cups, but, they, but you're not going to. That's a tough crowd. Yeah, but I mean. To win the Stanley Cup, you're going to have Remember to... Remember the time I told you about the time? I, I don't know what I was near. I was near the referee, and the referee said, this crowd is into it. This crowd is going crazy. Yeah, let's, let's, get the, let's get the crowd out of it. Yeah. And he gave him a penalty. It was in Chicago, yeah, because they were going nuts. And, Six seconds, he gave him a penalty. Yeah. And he got the crowd out of it and, and gave it to Chicago. Let's get this crowd out of it. Uh, this crowd is enjoying this game too much. Yeah, and I never, never forgot that. I, I, but, but the crowd, they, they pay the money. Doesn't make any difference. Got to get this crowd out of it. So what I remember about Chicago is that you really liked their old arena. Well, right? everybody did. Every and the seats were uncomfortable, and you had to go down the, down to the dressing rooms, and. Uh, but that organ was really something. Oh, then they organ. say the pipes of the organ they were take built. The, they couldn't take the organ out of it. it the pipes they were, were built. Right in it the was, cement. It was in cement. I just couldn't take it out. 
but but boy, I remember I remember the very first time in Chicago, they they were going to play the uh, siren, I guess on the on it's the, it was the horn on uh, the owner's yeah yacht yeah his old yacht they took it out and they put it in same thing put it in the so they, and the players knew the Chicago players knew about it and we didn't know about it. And when they played that thing, they got the first goal. Holy Dinah. We almost, I could see the crowd. All, I could see our guys almost go right under the floor. It was really loud. So we never really got into it, Dad. Now they got Bedard. They're all excited. How many goals is he going to get? Oh, boy. I'd say 15. Uh, it's going to be a lot tougher in the, in the National Hockey League. And... Before the game, the guys would say, he won't mention his name. I hope they don't mention his name. We take care of that there. Make sure he doesn't get a lot of goals against us. Bedard gets three goals against so-and-so. We don't want that stuff. So anyhow, but I think the teams are getting older. I think the teams that want to win it, Tim, um, take, take for instance, Washington. They give Wilson a seven-year contract. A seven-year contract. Yeah. Boy, boy, you give a fighter a seven-year contract. He'll, he'll, he'll do good next year. He'll do good. And he'll yeah, just, he's more than a fighter, though. He's, he, he's, 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 he deserves it. He truly is an enforcer where he scores and can fight. Yeah, he, there's not too many guys like him around. Here's Washington. They're going for it next year. Uh, Washington, again, seven-year contract. Matt Pacioretty, they signed him. He, he's 35. Joel Edmondson, he's uh, 30. Nick Backstrom is 36. T.J. Oshie is 30. I didn't think Oshie was that old. 37. Uh, John Carlson is 34. And Ovi, I think, is 37. And he plays a tough game. And you know who else is going for it? And uh, Dubas, is, uh, he's going for it. He's, Malkin is 37. Latang is uh, 36. Crosby's 36. Uh, Carlson is 33. So he... The teams that are going for it, Sydney, uh, are the teams that are older now. But, like, but I'm going to ask you, Dad. So you look at Pittsburgh. He gets Carlson. I mean, that's going to be a hell of a power play. You got Latang, Carlson, Crosby. They got a pretty good Malkin power play. and whoever else you want to throw on there. But you saw the playoffs this year. Yeah. There, it was it was a tong war. Well, and the, you're, the, the Pittsburgh's not going to be able to. And it's the same thing with Dubas. He doesn't. They don't have the toughness. No. Well, he's I mean, going. look at Florida slapping Marner around and throwing the rookie down and giving him concussion <laughs> and nothing. Choking him with a stick. Yeah, but anyhow, the team that uh, want to win it have older teams and more experience, and that's the way it should be. So, Cindy and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca, their Canadian loan online casino and sportsbook. And if you That's sign a big up, thing, now, Tim. Yep. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll match your deposit up to 250 bucks. You get 10 spins on their big wheel, and if you get three of your suits, you make some big money. <laughs> and uh, your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. And they had they? a big night last night, Dad, because there was a big UFC fight. Oh. And um, you just can't watch that, can you? I, you know, it's a funny thing. Uh, you're going to help me on this. Uh, the guy that, that used to be the, the bodyguard, remember the guy that, that uh, his wife... Oh, uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. I, he couldn't watch it either. And he was in for murder. Uh, not that I was in for murder. But I can't watch that. It's like a street fight. It really is. I, I can't... And, I, I, and last night, I tuned in to see a couple of guys. 
Holy dino. One guy's from Winnipeg. What yeah, the guy that won, I forget his name. He's a shorter guy from Winnipeg. K-A-T-O-N. Kato or something like K- that. Kato. And uh, he won it last night. But what, that was a brutal fight. Oh, though. boy. I, I, I don't know why I, I tune in to see these fights, and I, I, I see the most brutal fights of all. So you, you can watch boxing, but you can't watch I UFC. can't watch that. That's like a street fight. And he and he said to his wife, and she bought the tickets and everything. She says, "I bought you tickets for the championship fight." He says, "Well, you watch it." He says, "I'm going out in the parking lot and have a cigarette." Yeah, well, I think those guys they got an extra fifty grand for uh, oh, well, fight, of, fight of the night. Well, but, I, um, I used to fight for forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what I like with TSA? It goes. Uh, viewer discretion. Some vi- uh, Some scenes of violence. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, really. Yeah, but that, that was it was funny. I was because I was watching the fight, and it was a particularly brutal fight. And uh, well, there wasn't a lot of blood, but their faces boy. were all. And I thought, boy, Dad couldn't watch this. I can't. I and I and I I happen to just to tune in as I'm going by and going, and there it is. And I said, I got it. I I watched it for, and and boy, was he happy after the fight, eh, Dana White? Yeah, well, and they were uh, they were tough. Well, it was a particularly tough fight because it was it was one of the it really was kind of barbaric in a way where if you won you got a contract with the UFC if you lost you were benched to the minors and give them and they give them fifty grand each. each. Well, I think yeah they they won fight of the night. Oh boy, was it a fight of the night? Yeah, it's too expensive though now. Yeah, seventy bucks to watch the fight. Yeah, right? it used to be 10 Well, it's like, Dad, you wanted to watch Conor McGregor the one time. So Conor McGregor fight, it's like close to 100, 100 bucks Canadian to watch pay-per-view. So Dad comes over. So, you know, you want to watch the pay-per-view. You, want, you spend 100 bucks. Dad goes, put the Leaf game on. I want to watch this. Put the Leaf game on. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> so we watched Conor McGregor. He hurt his leg, and it was like a minute. So I watched two minutes of the UFC for 100 bucks. Yeah, oh well, yeah, well he was worth it. Or you paid a hundred bucks to watch the league. Did he ever dress good, eh? Did, uh, did, oh yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Really, he, really, he looks sharp. Yeah, well he's got a big fight coming up, I think in uh, uh, about six months or something like that. There are well, lots, of, lots of big fights in the UFC coming up, and if you want to bet on them, Spreads is a, a good place to go. So Dad, some sad news, some bad news in the hockey world. Uh, first of all, Buffalo's voice, Rick Generette. Rick Generette. Mayday, Mayday, May. Remember that one, Cindy? Yeah. <laughs> mayday, Mayday, Mayday. When he scored the goal, yeah. that was uh, that was Brad May's uh, biggest, biggest uh, big goal. So, um, but you know, like Cindy and I and you, 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 Dad were talking. Like today, he probably wouldn't be able to get a job. No, Danny Gallivan probably probably wouldn't. Bob Cole. Bob they're Cole. too. They're too distinctive. Is that it? So, yeah. I don't know what it I is. I think they but. are. I think I, it sounds now like the TV broadcasters want. As you say, Cindy, they're just vanilla right across. You can't tell who's who. Like, if well, they're supposed to be unbiased because no, most of those guys weren't they sort of biased? You and could the tell. Boston guys aren't. You could hear. The Boston guys aren't biased. <laughs> oh please, <laughs> please, give me a break, Dad. <laughs> no, but like I mean, if you were in the other room and you heard Rick Jennerette, you knew Buffalo Sabers were on. Yeah. yeah. If you were in the other room and you heard Danny Gallivan, you knew Montreal yeah. was on. If you Bob heard Cole. Bob Cole, you knew the Leaf Hockey Night and Canada Leafs on. I you turn on a game. I don't know who's playing. I can't tell. But but the days of the distinctive voices, I think, are are gone. You got to have that college Ryerson tone. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I I I agree with you to a point. But um, I know Danny Gallivan was good, and I know 
Bob Cole was good. I know those guys were good. And Rick Jenneret was right in that school. Right in school. So for people who don't know, we talk about Mayday, Mayday. So we'll, we'll play his clips. I think this is one of his most famous clips. Yeah, this is, I think. So Brad May scores the series-winning goal against the Boston Bruins. And Brad May, he's kind of a tough guy. He was little, yeah, little, he, he, and what a goal! Oh, it what was, a goal! <laughs> it was in out. You know what it kind of reminded me? I was remember when Darren McCarty scored the yeah, uh, and uh, against, yeah against them. It was kind of like that. So here's Rick Jenneret on uh, his most famous call with the Brad May goal. Stop! Gets it to May and over the line. He's May going in on goal. He shoots. He Well, what'd you think of that one, Well, I, very, as you said, it, you know what? They're uh, they're homers. I like when the when the announcers are homers, and it adds excitement to the game. That's the way it should be. So, Dad, some more bad news in the hockey world is the passing of Bobby Bond. Yeah, Bobby Bond. I remember the very first time I knew anything about Bobby Bond was the fight was going on, and I and I was playing for Hershey, and I was just standing there watching the fighter get involved a little bit. And he come up, he come with the side of me, and he put a lock hole on me, and I said. So he was like choking you. He choking me. He playing for Rochester. Yeah, and he was and I was playing for Hershey. He was playing for Rochester. He put a hole in, and I said, I, "This is how you die." I I thought this is how you die. He was choking the life out of me, <laughs> and he, I, I thought this is how you die. And um, how'd you get out of it? I don't know how I got. I think I just went limp. <laughs> I, I think I was di- I think I was dying. And uh, we would have been, been well. Nice. You said you fell to the ice, and everybody piled on. Everybody jumped on, and God, I, I said, "This is how you die!" And all the guys yelling and screaming and yelling. And uh, when he let go, boy, but nobody ever caught me again from behind in a fight. I'll tell you that I was ready after that. But but he taught me a, a valuable lesson: never stand around, and when there's a fight on, you never know who's coming. So, Dad, uh, Bobby Bond, he was kind of known for maybe one of the hardest hitters of his oh, time. Oh, he could really, I mean, he, he, he'd stand there, and, and he, used to get, he used to get hurt a lot, too, um, hitting the guys. Him and, him and Al McNeil had a little thing going. He'd, he'd stand up a little bit, just a little, and let on he lost the puck or something anyhow. And the guy had cut across and, at the blue line, eh? and there'd be Bobby Bond waiting for him there. Boy, he used to hit guys. He, he could really hit guys. It's funny though to see. It was like uh, a st- like the time. Like, it's like Stevens. That's Stevens. when he hit Lindros. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hit Lindros. But it's funny to see like like f- photos of Bobby Bond like after you know uh, uh, in, in the dressing room and stuff. Like how little shoulder pads they were. So if he hit a guy hard, he t- he took as much damage as the guy, right? Yeah, and you know the you when you do look at the shoulder pads, the shoulder pads were down. In front of the and the shoulders, I don't understand it. I but looked, I had, I had the same thing, and I never I never got hurt. I don't know the shoulder pads must have come up or well, something. You look at nowadays. Oh, you see Ovechkin putting them on before they no matter what guys get hurt. It looked like a football guy. Do you think that's why there's more injuries nowadays? Is because of the equipment? I I think so. And the, the, you look at their elbow pads. The even. elbow pads are monstrous. Yeah, they're 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 pretty big now. But anyhow. It, um, he had won four Stanley Cups with the Leafs. 
But the one thing, Dad, that you and I and Cindy and I've talked about a little thing was it was it wasn't a very good thing that the Leafs did when they raised Salming's number to the roof, and he yeah. had the same was it twenty one had the same number as Bond. Bond wins four Stanley Cups, and. You know, Salming never made it out and, of the semifinals. And, 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 and Hockey Night in Canada did a great big thing on Salming uh, at 21 and raised the thing and never even mentioned Bobby Bond. Nice. Never even mentioned Four Stanley Cups. Four Stanley Cups. And I knew he was there because I saw, and, and I'd like to take the credit for thinking about this, but I, I heard somebody said, I, I think it was a cameraman or somebody said, Somebody says, well, Bond was 21 too. And I, I picked up on it and I did a really, really great thing on Coach's Corner on Bobby Bond being 21 too and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got criticized saying you were anti Salming because you mentioned Bobby Bond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they he, should. Toronto should raise his, raise his didn't number. Didn't you get a phone call? Famous goal. Yeah. Didn't you get a phone call after that uh, broadcast? No, I got a nice letter from oh, his letter. wife. Yeah. And, uh, and and thanking me acknowledging for acknowledging it at least <laughs> even existed. I I read it in the paper where he lent the money to uh, Tim Horton to get started to get started. Yeah, yeah. Because they used to. It's funny, eh? They all worked together in a in a construction. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But well, they had to work. They had to work. He drove things. So, but Dad, one of the more famous goals in hockey was Bobby Bond scored. Bobby Bond shot the puck with a broken leg, with a broken ankle. And they fill it full of coal. I don't know what they fill it full of. Well, they froze it up. But we got, Bobby was on the Grapevine show. So here's a clip of him talking about maybe one of the most famous goals, one of the most famous Well, it was the most famous goal. First of all, I know you don't like talking about it. He gets tired of talking about it. But I think it was one of the greatest things I've heard of in sports. Tell us what happened uh, with that game against Detroit. And I insist on it. Okay, tell us. Uh, I went into the dressing room, uh, I guess, about 10 minutes ago. I'd gone into a face-off with Gordie Howe. I just blocked a shot from Gordie Howe previous to that. In those days, we took the face-off. I took the face-off with Gordie. I spun around on my right leg because in those days, we took the man out, let the puck go. I managed to pull the draw back, and I, I turned to go with Gord. Well, I just heard a bang, and I fell to the ice, and that was it. I went to the dressing room. I asked the doctor if anything uh, could be done. He says, I can tape it. It's yeah. broken, by the way. I didn't know at that particular oh, yeah. point. Uh, I said, could I hurt it anymore? And he said, well, I don't think so. So I said, what can you I do? I like that doctor <laughs> right off the bat. My type of doctor. He, he froze it for me, taped it, went out, and Junior Langwa, who committed the cardinal sin and the left-hand corner, threw the puck blindly around the boards. I hit a magnificent slap shot, Don. It was just <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> it was a triple flutter blast, I yeah. call it. It's on the I, net. Could, I could read Art Ross. Yeah. It was going on the long side of, of, of Terry Sawchuck at that time. And it hit Bill Gadsby's stick. And Poor Bill, Bill, who I called Jinxie that whole series. Billy had never won nothing. Yeah. With all New York Rangers for 20 years, Hadn't won anything, just came to Detroit, hit his stick, went the opposite way on Terry into the net, and that tied the series 3-3. And don't forget, Tim, Tim Horton uh, saved his life. Yeah, and, he, and told, he told a crazy story on the uh, Yeah, on I, the didn't even, I didn't even know that story. So uh, and here's Bobby Bond talking about Tim Horton saving his life. 
But you, you loved, uh, you loved uh, Timmy Horton. He was your uh, buddy, wasn't he? He really was. Uh, when he had that dreadful accident early on in his yeah. career, with Gadsby had hit him that particular night, and uh, but I was his gopher back then. I used to work at the sand and gravel pit and had his leg. In well, a cast. Bill hit him, broke his jaw and his leg in the same hit. In the same time, yeah. And uh, so, but I knew all their children changed the diapers and all that stuff. So. I was very close to Tim for uh, all he, our career. You told me a story one time, we were having a pint one time, that he, he saved your life one time. Well, that, uh, coming out of the old Madison Square Gardens uh, on 48th Street, well, our, Madison was on 49th yeah. and uh, the St. Clair Hospital was just in between there. And this particular night I uh, fell on Camille's Henry skate and it went up underneath my throat here and, uh, and this was in the middle of the second period and I finished out the second period. I had it stitched up and then finished out the second period. And it was bothering me a little bit. So by the time uh, I got changed and went out in the bus and waited for the guys to come out of the bus and uh, after the game was over, uh, Tim usually ran down and had a, a beer at the local pub and then head out to the plane. Well, by this time this cut had hemorrhaged and it pushed my tongue back down my throat and I'd gone out and passed out on the 48th Street in New York City and uh, Tim had just luckily had come back and so he carried me into St. Clair Hospital right there and they had to do a tracheotomy at that particular time to relieve the pressure and get get me breathing again. So, so he saved your life. He really did. Well, he's saving your a couple of things that people might not remember about uh, Bobby Bond was he was the first guy to kind of question when he was playing about the salaries, because he he told told a story on the Grapevine show that he sat down with uh, Gordy Howe and, and said uh, they're he, using you. They're using you because you're not making enough, and and they're using as you said, Sydney Gordy Howe's leverage. Right. If if I if, we're, if, you, if, 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 if I'm playing Gordy Howe, this how can I pay you that? And uh, right, that's what they were doing, yeah. and then. When he retired, he played 17 years, and they were and everybody was saying how great the NHL pension was. They said it was the best in sports, and he was making seven thousand dollars. And he started to question it, and then I think he got shut down. And then his uh, buddy Carl Brewer. Carl Brewer, uh, when he got involved, and his wife got involved, boy, that's when things changed in the NHL. So, what did Carl Brewer do about all this? Well, pension? I'll tell you. He, uh, I wrote it down here. Brewer launched a lawsuit against the league uh, that eventually led to the Supreme Court ruling uh, for the reimbursement of the managers $40 million. Wow. Holy $40 million. Where was the Players Association on all this? I don't think this? I got any of that. I, no, I, you did. Some of the coaches and stuff, you got a bit of that anyway. Oh, yeah. Because it was the coaches' stuff. Yeah, they were. Anyhow, it was Al Eagleson. Was, uh, they, 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 diverting, they were diverting their money from the Players Association, money they were supposed to get uh, into their own pockets. Yeah. And Bobby Bomb's gone now, and and if there's a hockey game up in heaven, uh, you better keep your head up because he's, he's looking for you. 